New year, new team, same results, but what's the what's the call? Is, is this a is this a moral victory? I hate saying that. Is this a were we robbed? Did we let ourselves down? I'm conflicted. So who better to talk to than everyone? It's an open mic show, the first one of 2022. The Gooners Podcast, Season 6, Episode 56, I believe. Can't keep track, but uh, this is a tough one to take. And, uh, and, and so we're going we're gonna to pass it around to the open micers. Uh, if you want to come and join us, it's gooneropenmic.com. We've got a lot of returning open micers in here, but we've got someone who I don't believe we've spoken to before, so we're going to start with him. He goes by the name of Glitch, and... We'll find out a little bit more about Glitch, and uh, and and here we go, my friend. Uh, where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from North London. Can you hear me? North- yes, absolutely. From North yeah, London, uh, are are you? Uh, are people walking past your your flat or your your place uh, disappointed and gutted, or or are you not uh, that close? Uh, to be honest with you, I, I live like between Arsenal and Spurs, so it's not really. I'm not. I'm, I don't live in. You know, Islington or Finsbury Park. So um, I li- I live more in the Barnet area. So okay, it's kind of like indifferent, I guess. Well, but you're not indifferent, and we're gonna find no, out. Of course not. <laughs> we're gonna find out what you thought about the about the game today. I mean, like, look, I, I'm gonna give my opinion first, which is I'm proud of this. I'm proud of the team today. It wasn't a perfect performance, but it's it's. I mean, I, I saw some things out of this club today that. Uh, and I haven't seen in a long time. Some fight, some some uh, you know. Again, it, it it wasn't a perfect performance. There were mistakes made, and there are certainly blame to pass around. But uh, I'm seeing a team that's uh, that that's starting to find itself. But glitch, you're here. It's the open mic show. What do you want to talk about? Um, firstly, I'd like to say um, I I think you know I agree with you on that aspect. I'd say though um, you know. We're a long way off from being, you know, like a perfect, a, a, a near to perfect team. And I think, I think the performance we saw today from from our lads was absolutely exemplary. Um, what what really, you know, gri- ground my gears and continues to grind my gears is uh, because I'm blind. I was listening to the commentary on Talksport. Um, what I don't get is they keep talking about this 50% margin of error. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so we've got this, you know, with the Odegaard penalty, we've got this margin of error. And then with the um, with the silver penalty, with the one that Mara scored, we got, we, got, we got that margin of error. So what is the point of VAR if these margins of error are still going to remain so high i don't understand why we have to overcomplicate things because you know when they first started um advertising var to us because i don't i don't like i don't actually believe that you know var is making the game better but you know when they first started you know promoting this stuff to us they're like you know it's going to slow down indecision it's going to is going to, uh, you know, make things more decisive, make things more clearer. But it's done the opposite. And it almost feels like, to me, 
half of the time, and this isn't just for Arsenal now, it's easy to go, you know, oh, our team, you know, it's, it's easy to say we, we are robbed and I do think we were robbed, but, you know, let's just put that to a side for now. What, what really frustrates me is that, you know, games in general have become a drag to watch because of this, oh, the referee has to go over to the screen to check it and then... Well, then they then they then they decide, and it's like if it's such a fine margin, then why not go with the initial decision? It, it, it's it's crazy because there were there's there's really been two major quote unquote advancements made in the game in the last five or six years. One of them is perfect goal line technology. Yeah, literally perfect. Yeah, and the other is. has made the game worse. And and you know, I'm not I'm not the guy who says, Oh, we shouldn't we shouldn't change the game because it's been 150 years that it's been played exactly the same way. And you know, I, I if you can make the game better, if you can make the game fairer, if you can take out things that 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 you know, in a in a sport where one goal, one called back goal or one given goal can can make hundreds of millions of pounds of difference from one team to the next. You want to get it right. And VAR, I, I, I mean, it just if there was some sort of independent thing that, that that compared the results with VAR to the results in the five years prior to VAR, I've got to think that more more missed calls have happened with the video assistance than without it. And 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 you know again this isn't just a uh, an Arsenal supporter whining that VAR is against us because that's a that's an argument that you could have if you wanted yeah, to because yeah, it's, no, no, because no, it's still run by humans. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Yeah. It, but but so so glitch. I mean, do you, VAR aside, um, the first half and the second half couldn't have been more different in the sense of 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 you know the the team's ability to avoid oh. making mistakes. Well, Actually, I thought um, at the beginning of the second half, before uh, we lost control and, and the ref lost control, uh, I thought we started on the front foot really well. I thought Martinelli needed to put that chance that he had in. Um, but then, yeah, yeah, there was a rapid disintegration. This is a common thing with Arsenal, isn't it? That, you know, sometimes it is that, you know, we start well. At the beginning of the first half, and then we did we start to fall apart. Today it was the opposite. We we were kind of like a little bit passive in the first ten minutes. Then we really started to go on the front foot. Uh, we really started to press them. You know, Martinelli was incredible. You know, Sterling was literally afraid of him. And then, uh, uh, you know, second half we started off pretty well. You know, for the first five ten minutes, and then and then yeah, as you say, you know, it couldn't have. It was a contrast between night and day. And I, I do wonder why that is in our team that, you know, we tend to disintegrate really quite rapidly. It, yeah. I mean, it, it, look, if this was a different opponent on a different day, I think we would have, uh, we would have been able to close that game out and we'll get into yeah. some of the, the controversial decisions. We're going to, we're going to move on to, uh, to the next person in the, in the red room. But, uh, but but appreciate you coming uh, to the open mic. It's always good to, to break a duck, uh, and, uh, and and appreciate you coming on. Hope that you'll come back on again. Yeah, cheers. Next time, and uh, and and here's the duck break for you. <laughs>
that was a duck breaking all over the floor. So, <laughs> all right, mate, appreciate right. it, and, uh, yeah, yeah. and and we'll see you soon. Yeah, yeah, cool, nice one. All right, take care. All right, so, you know, first of all, the best part of my year, and the year is only 11 hours in, but the best part of my year so far was uh, was two minutes into the game, seeing my son come up from the basement after about an hour and a half of sleep uh, to watch the game with me. Uh, if you don't have a son or if you don't have a child uh, of any kind who who uh, who watches Arsenal with you, you're missing out. I don't care if you're 10 or you're 15. You need to have a kid. Um, you know that's probably bad advice, but but uh, but have a kid. Make the kid an Arsenal fan. Make the kid wake up and watch the game with you because you know it, nothing could go wrong as long as he was watching the game with me. But I did say at halftime. After that first half, I said, you know what? I've enjoyed this first half so much that if we end up somehow losing this game 2-1, uh, I hope to be able to find the positives in it, and uh, and, and, I, and I think I can. Uh, now, can, can Dean? We'll see. So, Dean, are we finding positives today uh, at all, or uh, or do we want to rail on, uh, on on Gabriel, on Jaka, on Martinelli? I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of things we could complain about, uh, including uh, – did I mention Jaka? You know, I think there are actually a lot of positives, and I'm I've, I'm going to try to go against the grain and not rail too much. I think I got most of my uh, moaning out on Twitter already. So, hopefully, Before we go an hour after the game. You know, exactly. It's, it's, it's that was, that was a very good went idea. Right after the game, Sophie would take all of our open mic. I mean, the, the you you need to watch Hybrid Squad after the game because it was it was incredible again today. Uh, Maddie, I think, is in the uh, in the chat saying he couldn't bear to watch it. Uh, because you know, there's, there's some predictable, uh, anger, uh, but you know what, <laughs> after a game like that, you should have the whole, the full range of emotions. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, so Dean lay it on us. How you feeling? Yeah. You know, not as bad as, as I did an hour ago. Like you were saying that, that hour helps out a lot. I'm going to take a little bit of heat on myself as well. Uh, cause I'm not as dedicated as Jared and, and Jake and, and you guys, I had my alarm set for six 30 after about two, three hours of sleep, that alarm goes off. And I was like, Nope, can't do that. Then <laughs> I wake up again at seven 30, see we're up one, nothing at halftime. And I'm like, okay, well maybe I can't do this. Oh, oh yeah. I got, I got to get in on some so, of this. So it's your fault then. Exactly. I turn it on and no joke within a minute. Silva gets his penalty. I turn it off. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do this. And then within two minutes, uh, Gabriel gets sent off, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what have I done? I've, I've opened Pandora's box. So, uh, no. Uh, you know, again, it's going to be easy to rail on all those decisions. I think the big thing is inconsistency, right? If, if Odegaard's not going to get his looked at, why? how are they overturning the Silva one? And that one just leads to all those other events. If Silva never gets the penalty, then Gabriel doesn't get his first yellow, so he probably doesn't get set off, and it's a completely different game, obviously. Um, we're, we're either you know, on track to win or at, at the very least get a draw, which I still think we're extremely unlucky not to at least get a point. Um, the positives are Man City are you know, now 11 points ahead of everyone, and we went from a, a 5-0 defeat you know what four or five months ago to it's only, it's only we got robbed you could go from that really yeah <laughs> to to us you know legitimately feeling like we got robbed you know four months later so the turnaround um from this team and you know the first half of the season the last three four months is is 
amazing. And, you know, like I was saying on Twitter, if this, if the team can kind of galvanize and, and, you know, come together and get over this and, and move on like they have been the last couple months, we should be in a good spot. So yeah, um, there, there, there's been, a, there's been a few games where, where things you, you, you still kind of feel like we've, we've taken a sucker punch. And the, and the thing that I look at now is how do you react to that? How do you react to it in game? And how do you react to it the next time you step on the pitch? It's kind of funky that the next time we step on the pitch in a, in a Premier League game is two weeks from now. Yeah. And it's a massive, massive game in, in the North London Derby, but we have three games in between now and then where we might not see the same players. So it's not quite, you know, the, 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 the first of these was the last Manchester city game. Uh, where you know we were the worst, we were literally twentieth in the league, and came out against Norwich and got a job done less than thrillingly, but but we got it done. The second was uh, you know after the uh, Liverpool game, and uh, you know and and that was a shaky performance against Newcastle. I think was the the rebound game from that mm. ultimately turned out well. And the third was after the city after the Manchester United disappointment, and we absolutely shot the bed against Everton. So, yeah. um, you know this is a, this is going to be a key a key month for us now. It started off better than I think that you could have expected, only because we we showed that we can compete with the best team in the world right now. Yeah. Um, and, and if the team can take that and say, you know, we're, 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 we're improving, we, we were wronged and we're going to show that we were wronged instead of sinking our heads that then, then I think that, you know, this could be a good thing until that goal went in Dean, I was getting ready for this to be one of my, like, I was going to absolutely talk this team through the roof about, you know, in a one, one draw, right. the way that they responded, I just was going to absolutely – I mean, I wasn't going to do an open mic show, first of all, because it's New Year's Day and it's, a, exactly. you know, it's an early kickoff. But I, I, I scheduled it before before we gave up the winning goal because I'm like, I got to talk about this performance today. This is incredible. This is amazing. And it just kind of sucks that they, you know, that, that we can't hold on to even a point from it. But um, we're going we're gonna to keep moving around uh, a bit, Dean. But, but who um, – who would you say is your man of the match today? Uh, forgot to ask Glitch if you want to put it. I see you're in the uh, in the chat, but if you want to put your man of the match, but uh, who who who's your man of the match today, and uh, who should have taken the armband instead of Jaka at the end? So again, only seen half the game, but seen some of the highlights, and and they're going to kind of go hand in hand for me. I'm going to say Odegaard for both. Um, and and one thing I really like about it is after he came off. He was tripping at the ref after the game. He's tripping at the refs. You can tell he cares. He gives a damn. And oh. you can tell that, you know, a year or so into the into the Arsenal experience for him. Uh, he's the captain of the Nor you know Norwegian team. I think he's maybe tabbed to be the next captain. Um, since, you know, we have some of the young guys, Jacques is going to be kind of iffy on if they give it back. It, well, to me, if they give it back to him. But I can see Odegaard being a good leader, even though he's still young. Um I, I like that from him. He's got some grit and some fight in him. All right. Well, that's uh, that's a good call. Uh, he's he's got a number of games of good performance on the trot, and uh, and hopefully we'll we'll see it translate to more three points. Hopefully, spot in Europe. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, man. Uh, take care. We're gonna bring on uh, Drago next. You too. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Take care, bud. All right. Let me get rid of you. 
All right, Drago. Let's let's uh, let's get the real. I mean, we haven't really gone in on anybody yet, so so I have a feeling you might uh, you might be ready to do that. Are, are are you are you taking a moral victory, or do we need to do we need to spank anyone today? No, I've I'm, I've been surprisingly calm during the game. Uh, I think if this refereeing horror show happened against uh, Tottenham or United, I would have been fuming. But uh, it's not a surprise at this point how often they make mistakes, the inconsistency. What are you going to do? It's, the officials ruined a beautiful game today, I believe, because we outplayed the best team in the league, I believe. We absolutely outplayed them. It's not like the cup semifinal when we beat them at the counter. We no smash and grab today. We, 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 we were the better team today. For over yeah. the 90 minutes, we were the better team. Not for all Absolutely. 90 minutes, but over the course of the 90 minutes, we were better. I never, yeah. thought I'd say, I never thought I'd say that. I was praying for a smash and grab draw today before the game started, and we nearly got a dominant, disappointing draw. Yeah, I think why I'm so calm is because before the game, I said to myself, okay, the performance today is more important than the result. The last time we played one of these big teams at downfield, we crumbled. We played a good first half at downfield, but then we crumbled, 4-0 loss. Today was nothing like that. We, Apart from two instances when we lost our heads, we were mentally, physically, tactically, technically superb. Can't fault any of the players in terms of footballing performance. Now, Jacka does what Jacka does. He will play a good one or two months, and then he will let you down at the end. All right, Dra Drago, was was that a penalty in your mind? Uh, it's difficult because if you give that a penalty, you can give the Odegaard as well a penalty. He, he doesn't even look at the Odegaard situation. But here we see it 30 times on replay, and, well, please go check it because it's Arsenal. But I don't, I don't want today to be Jacka to be the main talking point because he's done far worse uh, things in worse moments. I don't. He really had a. He really had. A, I mean, other than that, he had a great game. I mean, you know, other than the play, Mrs. Lincoln, how was your evening? But, but, uh, but you know, the he had a great game today. I, I and and look, I'm. It, it's coincidental that I'm starting to come around on Granit Jacka as a person. Uh, I've 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 put the animosity behind me. Um, I maybe I'm buying into the PR campaign that, that seems to be headed towards him being reinstated as the full-time captain again, which is going to drive me absolutely crazy, but, um, had a good game today. Uh, the midfield was not our problem today. He, you know, moment of madness and, and moment of just being Granite Jaka that, that led to, uh, you know, at some point he's got to know who he is. And what and, yeah, and, the, and the, the reputation that's there. I mean, they, it, it isn't fair, he's, but he's got to keep his opinion. That's the thing with uh, Jacka, because you have the people who rate him really high. They choose to ignore what he his uh, uh, inabilities, his weaknesses, and then you have the other side, the people who refuse to acknowledge what he brings to the side. I'm in, sort of always been in the middle. I can see what he brings. And I can see his limitations. They're obvious. We need to upgrade on him. I don't think it's a wise move to choose him as your number one leader, number one captain, because he's not the guy you can count on in these situations. And he's shown it. But he's a good player to have in the team, no doubt.
you know, today, let, let, let's let's go to a positive real quick. Thomas Partey, uh, best game in an Arsenal shirt today? Absolutely, I believe so, yes. And it's figures because he's leaving for Africa now. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we can't have nice things that continue for a long yeah. period of time. It's, it's uh, <laughs> you, you just knew that his best game would be like the last, and, and you know, God forbid something happens to him during during the cup. We can always, you know, he can end his Arsenal career on a high. <laughs> but, he was uh, sublime today. Technical, he was, dominating the midfield, calm, brilliant. He was fantastic. Um, and uh, and and Bakayo Saka. I mean, you can't. The result can't take away the the joy that I had when when that when that goal went in. I mean that yeah. if you if you can't enjoy that and and look back on it and say you know what, game didn't turn out the way we wanted to, but that was special. That was you know Manchester City absolutely having no clue what to do with Bakayosaka. Then I mean we have to take those those moments from these games and and you know it it's like what regular football fans do, and I say regular as in non Arsenal football fans. You you can sometimes look at a loss and say you know what there's some positives and some negatives. It doesn't always have to be oh we blew the game and and you know or you know oh it's the referees and that and so so I actually uh, I appreciate your viewpoint. Um, it's it's fairly sane, um, and uh, you know it, I I just kind of wish there was a league game between now and the 16th because there's a lot of time to stew on this and a lot of you know. A, a lot of weird rotation coming in the next couple of weeks, but, um, but you know, I'm not, I'm not pissed. I'm not, I'm not upset. And I thought I would be after this. So, so um, what's ahead of you uh, in the next couple of weeks? Uh, what's you going to, you know, enjoy the new year. You, what, what's going on in Bulgaria? Yeah. It's business as usual. <laughs> nothing too interesting to talk about here <laughs> all right well uh we'll try to do some some interesting podcasts even though we don't have league games coming up but uh but drago thanks for joining us cheers mate uh it's uh it's a losing start to the season but i think what was it 2021 was we were the second best team in the league and right now we're the worst team in europe so you know things can change very quickly we're all um, right we're all right we're on the right track yes no i think we're on the right track uh all right but take care bud cheers, man. All right, next to join us is Daniel Bailey. Daniel, good to see you, mate. Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's an unexpected open mic. I thought I'd actually sleep through the game. Then my alarm went off, and I'm like, I, I think I tweeted some some nonsense because it was the only thing I could think of. And then I watched the game, and I'm like, this is this is a magnificent performance. And then it just kind of all went to shit, didn't it? Yeah, um, do you know what? I wouldn't actually say it all went to shit. Um, and and look, I, w- I want to get the elephant out of the room before we move on to the positives. I got to talk about this granite Xhaka. You want to get me out of the room? No, <laughs> no, I got to talk about this granite Xhaka thing. Because all right, let's do it. It's actually, do, do you know the thing is right? And and the reason why. I, I am going in on Granite Xhaka. And the reason, there's two reasons for it. One, um, he's an experienced player. So when you're in the box, you can't be pulling back someone's shirt. You can't be doing that in the box. You've got to have more spatial awareness of where you are on the pitch. 
And secondly, you know, people say, oh, you know, it shouldn't have been a penalty. It should have been a penalty. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and stick up for the officials because the officials, the standard of refereeing in this league is disgraceful. And I'm not going to I'm not going to argue against that. Um, but it's not just Arsenal. It happens to other teams. People people seem to think that, that, that there's an agenda against Arsenal. It's not. It's just crap officiating throughout across the, the Premier League. And um, I just look on it and think you can't be pulling back someone's shirt in the box because you do run the risk of giving a penalty away. You do run the risk of what happening happens, you, you know, today where I believe if we hadn't given that penalty away, then we would have we, we would have certainly won the game. Hands down, we would have certainly gone on and won the game because we were the better team Um but I've learned a lot about this team. Absolutely. I've learned an awful lot in just this 90 minutes. And and the key things that I want to take away from this team is, A, that we can compete with the best. Even this group of players, if we put our minds to it, we can compete with the very best. The second thing I've learned is that we just need to keep our heads in difficult moments, which I think... Everyone will agree it's still a learning curve for these group of players. 90% of this team are still young. They're still learning. Um, and the third thing is, I do think we're on the cusp of beating a big side. And actually, it's. I think the best thing that could happen now is put this same group of players against Liverpool on Thursday. Put give Show faith in this group of players and go, do you know what, right? You lads, go out there and, and write the the injustice of today because adversity creates hunger in football. And I do genuinely believe that the adversity we suffered today with the refereeing decisions, with the fact that we shouldn't have lost the game, we can put that right on Thursday yeah. and we can go out there and get a result because we need to, we need to bounce back. I think and that's a, I think that's a brilliant point. I mean, the, what I was saying about, you know, kind of being annoyed that there's not another league game for a couple of weeks, it, you, you've just basically named it. Uh, it doesn't matter that it's a league game or not league game. You need, we need to go out and, and rectify this and say, you know what, we, we almost pushed the ball over. I mean, we almost pushed it over the line against City. Uh, we're, we're feeling a little bit hard done by, and we have another big team. Look, they may not play all their best players. In fact, we know that that at least some of them will be will be missing, as as will some of ours. But a statement against Liverpool on Thursday in a cup semifinal uh, is is massive, and yeah. um, you know for for the mentality of the team. Do you know the thing is as well? Um, I looked at this season, and actually, I had after the game when when the dust settled a little bit, and I and I and, and I think. My disappointment comes from the fact that we played so well and and we got nothing for our effort. That's that's the disappointing thing. Like, you know, countless times we've come up against big sides and we've come out of the Emirates or come out of the Etihad or come out of Anfield or wherever it is. We've come out feel we've come out feeling violated. Like literally, you come out and you're like, Jesus Christ, I feel like I went for a prostate examination. Do you know what I mean? So like I knew you were today, going there. <laughs> but but do you know what today, right? 
we actually, if I was Man City and I was a Man City supporter, I'd be looking at that game going, they got out of jail. Do you know what I mean? Man City got out of jail today. Um, but the thing that I'm learning about this season, and and I've and I've and I've analysed every single defeat, every single victory, and it is a season of progression. It's a season of progression. We are. When you look at the first couple of results, listen, we didn't have the correct side in place. Um, you know, we struggled with injuries, with COVID. We didn't have the settled team, and then. We went on a little run, got the results. Maybe the performances weren't great, but the results, we needed them. Then we have the little blip against Liverpool, Man United, and listen, Everton was a really poor performance. But Liverpool, we learned things about this side that they needed to improve on. They sort of done it against Man United, but maybe didn't quite do it. Man City today, a massive statement, even though we lost, it was a a statement that we can compete and that we are getting better and that we are not just going to roll over. So I am, I know it's early to say because there's still half of the season to go, but we are progressing as a side and we are moving in the right direction. And I am seeing things from this Arsenal side that I've not seen in a long, long time. Um, and that the, the one thing as well, Mike, which really impressed me, and yes, we had that little moment of, you know, when Granite Xhaka lost his head, uh, then Gabriel lost his head. I think Gabriel will learn from that. Um, I think I think he's got a little bit of credit in the bank so we can sort of maybe go, do you know what? It was the wrong thing to do. But listen, you'll learn from that. Pick yourself up in the next difficult moment that comes along because there will be difficult moments that come yeah. along. Just try and think a little bit more with your head than your emotions. But going forward, I do feel that we are progressing as a team and we are clicking. I feel like we're gradually clicking and with a couple more additions, with a couple more guidance uh, from, from Arteta and these coaches. Listen, I, I have slated Arteta and I've, I've not really backed him, but, you have to give him credit and his coaching team credit for the way that we stood up today. And I look at this team and think, do you know what? If we can just make that big statement, that uh, that massive statement of pulling off a result against a big side, if we can pull that off, that will be fantastic. And, Going back to my earlier point, which I kind of didn't really finish. I went off on a tangent like a dodgy taxi driver. Um, I do feel like... I think you would be a pretty dodgy taxi driver. Yeah, yeah mate, I'd be, I'd be the worst taxi driver. The, the, the central reservation wouldn't even cut it with me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly. No, but the, the point I want to make and what really impressed me was when we had that little blip after it, we didn't just crumble and go, do you know what? The game's finished. We'll let Man City have it all their own way. Even though they won the game. And look, that goal was a sucker punch. It, 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 that was an unlucky thing to happen to us because I felt that we deserved the point. We dug in. And actually, before they scored that that goal, we was creating chances. Even with 10 men, we didn't yeah, didn't, it didn't fear. 
yes, we soaked up a lot of pressure, and yes, they were on the front foot for the last 20 minutes of the game, but it wasn't one-way traffic. I mean, we, we had opportunities. Uh, but, right... but, Mike, we soaked up a lot of pressure, but when you look back at that last 20 to 24 minutes, Ramsdale didn't have to make a meaningful save. Like, not any moment in those 20 to 24 minutes did I think we're under the, the cosh here, we're under pressure. Um, if I was looking at it for, from a Man City point of view, I'd be really disappointed that they didn't make the most of the fact that we were vulnerable because we were vulnerable after, the, after that sending off and we lost the head, but we managed it. We got it, we got it together and it's just getting rid of those little moments in games, in those little difficult moments. The same thing happened up at Anfield when Klopp and Arteta went at it um, like two yeah. WWE wrestlers. And then we just we just lost a little bit. It kind of took a bit out of the game. But I feel like we're learning from every negative experience that's happening this season. We are learning. The next big game that we play, ironically, is against Spurs in the league. Um, the next big game, we'll probably learn from that. And I hope so. And, and I that... and I agree with you. I, I a lot of the and, and and we're gonna we're gonna move on to Aston after this. But a lot of the capitulations we saw in the end of you know the later Arteta or um, the the Arsene Wenger years, the you know those those stomach punch games, the six ones and the six nils. We didn't learn a thing from those. We yeah. just we just moved on and we won most of our games, but but then occasionally would would just get slapped in the face like that. Do, do you know I the, think everything the, everything the bad that the, happens to us right now, I think is is part of a learning curve that you know that that is helping us in the future. I mean it, it, it's an optimistic view to say that. Yeah. It's a kind of a way of rationalizing things not going our, our your way. But but I think there's evidence that you know that 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 we are growing as a, as a team. I know you've got to move on. Um, but the one thing I just want to quickly say that the one thing that worries me is the, the disruption due to the African cup of nations, because we've got this togetherness now and, and a, a few players are going to go. I mean, El Nenny, Pepe and Abami, obviously Abamyang's already gone. Um, but, Partey is going to be a, a a bit of a miss if we can if we can cope through that period and and maybe try and get a loan deal to see us through that that period maybe till the end of the season um, if we can come through that and and still be in and around the top four then I do think we got a real good chance. Listen, we got a cup semi final. We got a chance to make it to a final. We start our FA Cup run against Nottingham in a week's time. Um, we've only got we've we've only got two games during the AFCON. We've only got two league games during the AFCON. Um, Yeah, and and you know after after uh, after Spurs, I think it's another two weeks before we play in the league again. And and uh, so I you know I'm not I'm not overly worried about AFCON, but but you know that was before I saw Partey's performance today. Now we're gonna miss him, but uh, but we're gonna we're gonna move on to Aston. Daniel, take care, buddy. Uh, Hope to see you after the next game. And uh, happy New Year, my friend. Yeah, no worries. Cheers. I'm actually going to the next game. I'm back, uh, back my first game back after the Christmas period. So uh, I'll be uh, wherever I am. I'll probably be at a station or something uh, coming to you live from there. But, Beautiful. Uh, but, well, but, yeah, I hope, thanks for I hope having that me. You will on join us from there. Maybe grab Hoggy and uh, and make him come on. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. All right, my friend. Take care, bud. Cheers. Thanks, Mike.
Oh, Aston. What's up? How you doing? Uh, my head hurts a little bit. Uh, I'm yeah. starting to get tired. I'm starting to wonder why I did this today after I had said I wasn't going to. But, um, so what? Do we want to harp or do we want to? I mean, the, the, this is probably going to one of the more positive podcasts, I guess, uh, that you could hear today after after a loss. But I, I just I don't want to get caught up in the negative. But but you know that's why we have an open mic is because there are some things that we have to discuss. Well, I mean, what what is there to harp on? I've seen Granit Jaka do this for like the last seven years. There's nothing new to talk about here. We shouldn't focus on that because every single every single fan should hold their heads up high because we were the better team today. When was the last time Arsenal Football Club was better than Manchester City? And not only were we kind of better, we yeah, even when we beat them in the past, we have. I mean, it, it, and really, the only time that we've done that is the FA Cup semifinal. We weren't the better team. <laughs> Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike. Brother, they didn't have a shot on target for 45 minutes. Even after we went down to 10 men, they weren't shooting on us. We destroyed them. And it was really fun to watch because as we were doing it, you could actually see the city players slowly come to grips with the fact that they're not the better team. I mean, how many times did Tamiyasu shut down Sterling before it's like, oh, we just can't go that way anymore? He's low key, you know, and I've 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 kind of forgotten uh, with most of our, our our people today to ask for man of the match, but he's mine <laughs> today. Yeah. I mean, to come back off of uh, you know COVID duty or whatever you want to call it, and and put in a performance like that today. I mean, my God, is he better than? Is he that much better than than whoever would replace him in that position? Hell yeah, he is. Yeah, he's on. He's absolutely another level. And I just want to point out that, like, you know, when Arteta took this team over, it was right after that Emory defeat at City. Remember when, like, Pepe and Aubameyang were just walking around the field? We took a team from that to this. Like, you have to, and and it's just by by from a bunch of players that nobody's heard about. Nobody knew any of these players, thought anything of these players. We were we were crying out for for who, what was that guy that went to to fucking Tottenham? Yeah, the, uh, Emerson. Yeah, Emerson Schmemerson. Yeah. Who, who cares? And and Sky was literally making fun of our transfers on television. And now look at us. Now look at us. And you have to credit that you have to credit the manager, you have to credit the staff, and you have to credit the spirit that's going straight through this team. I mean, we went from being resigned about this game to being furious that we lost it. And not and not just because we we kind of eat, should have eked out a win. I mean, we should have won this game comprehensively. And Partey, you want to you want to talk about great performances and men of the match to Tamiyasu, maybe, but Partey walked on water today. Yeah. I mean, he was absolutely unplayable. He played so well that I actually would argue I don't think Jaka really played that great, but he played so well he made this entire team. He put the team on his back. I mean, KDB, who, who's that? Yeah, I, I honestly didn't even see him today. Yeah. Uh, other than that red hair just like flopping around but but like the midfield finally today was was the shining you know was the shining portion of the i mean we 
you know, we our attack was fine, uh, certainly, uh, you know, in the lead up to Saka's goal. But I mean, today the midfield bossed him, and it just shows you how important that midfield is in contrast to how we've seen it in the past, where it was like we just couldn't connect the back and the front, and that's why we dropped points. Today, it, it was the opposite, but. Yeah, it's why we really, really, you're hoping that we address it with some sort of strategy because I, you know, I know everybody is saying that we only have a few AFCON games, but we do have the, um, we have the the cup games to play as well. And it's just, I just think that, you know, especially seeing as, I mean, it, let me put it this way. Before Xhaka maybe lost a couple of managers, their, their, um, their shots at Arsenal, but, but like now Xhaka is actually like, stopping us from maybe getting top four, maybe getting, I mean, we beat city except for Jacques's mistake today. Yeah. So, so so maybe, maybe we really, we fix it. Maybe we fix it. Maybe we're back to being like one, maybe two players away from being the best team. Aston, we're not, the the one thing that Arsenal isn't capable of fixing is Granite Jaka. We're not, (laughs) we're not going to fix him. And we're not going to replace him. He will be here until until I, we die. I yeah, uh, you know Arsenal till I die. I'm going to die before Granite Xhaka is is not wearing an Arsenal shirt. Um, if you ever see him play for Borussia Mönchengladbach again, um, please like talk about it at my funeral because I will have passed away. Um, that's and how while, while we're shouting, playing. while we're shouting good performances out, because that's what we're going to focus on are the good. Because forget Jaka, like I said, it's it is what it is, man. Um, Martinelli, okay, we we're we're going to focus like Saka, definitely our best attacker this game. I, they could not take the ball off of him. I saw four city players on, him, but Martinelli, oh my gosh, like what we a, have what we a have miss! Though. I mean, it's it's so painful that he missed that. I can't. I I just that. I mean, you you can't you can't call the guy you know a failure in the game because of that. It does have a massive impact on the result, but beyond that, I hundred uh, percent. I mean, he he's a game changer. He is. I mean, he, he he's he's the first name on the team sheet for me right now. He, he is so he's so explosive, and the biggest thing is, um, if you actually like look at what is he doing so that's super well, it's his interceptions and pressures into positive um, into positive carries. Like he wins the ball back and runs up the field. Like that's what he does, but he does it at such a high level. It's a little bit like the Alexis. Remember when Alexis used to do that and just run up and down the field? It's that it's that little extra zest. That you well, well, and 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 I said on a podcast earlier this week that like the difference between now and a year ago when he got limited opportunities a year ago you saw that same work rate you saw that same attitude and that same that that just crazed running around but it was kind of aimless and now yeah. it's so he picks his spots perfectly he is so much more um, just kind of the. It, it 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 just makes much more sense what he's doing now. When he comes back, it's not just he's not taking himself out of position because he's doing it in the wrong time. He's doing it at the exact right time, and it leads, like you said, to fo- to forward carry. So, um, look, I mean, I I I I really want to see this team play again. What's the what's our next game? Thursday. I I agree with what Daniel said before. Uh, I think when we was the see- last time you've said that, Mike? That you really want to see your Arsenal play again. I mean, I always want to see Arsenal play, but I get I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I, I after a loss, I haven't said that in a long time. 
That's what that's the difference. I I I want to see minutes 91 through 180 of this game. <laughs> and and, and you know what and you know what's incredible about that is that's the spirit of like the invincibles. Like we're mad because we know we were better this day and we want to play again to show the world that we're better. And that's something that the the players have transmitted to the fans for the first time in ages. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're up for it. The fans are up for it. And long may it continue. I mean, the stadium was electric tonight. I was just going to say, after the game, other than the uh, other than the, the booze at the referees and, and, and the outcome, the support for, you know, again, the support for a team that lost the game is is another difference that we're seeing. And, and um, you're getting a lot of positive energy from that pink room that you're in right now. Is it, <laughs> is, it, is, is it just the light reflecting off of your shirt or is it, it actually a pink room? No, no, I think it's my, it's my, a combination of my camera and my, my lights red. So it's coming off pink through the camera. Well, that's uh, I, I, that's that's a hot room, my friend. I mean, hey, listen, listen, everybody, lo- everybody loves that candy, uh, that that candy cane chocolate magic. Okay, it's it's wonderful. Candy floss, Mark uh, <laughs> saying it looks like you've had a candy floss explosion. All right, um, we're gonna have an explosion by having Daniel Robert on next. Um, I don't know what that means, but Aston, um, we'll see you and soon. Happy New Year, uh, man of the match for you. Uh, you've said kind of yeah, it's Thomas said, uh, Fight me, fight me. Anybody that thinks it differently. Well, I'm not going to fight you. Well, no, that's because you're a lover, not a fighter. But I am we a talk lover. about that off camera. I'm a lover, not a fighter. And, and what what is what is what is uh, what do you say? You never have another lover. Is that uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson, uh, Paul McCartney song? Anyway, while I sort that out, we're going to have Daniel on. Aston, take care, buddy. Happy New Year. Cheers. All right, Daniel, you've been patiently waiting. Uh, is that a is that a piano behind you? That is a piano, yeah. Are you uh, are you in Abbey Road right now? I mean, and 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 uh, an organ, uh, a, a keyboard, a yeah. Are you uh, are you a secret musician that we didn't know about? Well, I don't know if you didn't know. Yeah, I studied music at uni, so. Oh, okay, uni. All right, yeah. well. <laughs> We need to turn open mic. I mean, this this could be your audition. I mean, let, play us play us a song about Arsenal today. I won't be doing that today. Maybe another time. Okay. Well, yeah, we would involve moving your camera, exactly. and we would have to do all this stuff. All right. Yeah. So, um, so, so, who have we not talked about today? Well, uh, there's a few things I kind of wanted to talk about. Well, um, you can't because it's open mic for me. It's not. For, no, I'm just what would you like to talk about? <laughs> I think after seeing this performance, I'm just incredibly proud of the players. I think we were brilliant. I know we lost. It. I think we were very unlucky to lose. And if we see this performance against not just a good Man City side, this Man City side is the best team we've seen in a while. They they're constantly winning big games, seven nil, four nil, six. You know, they're they're a very good team. And we, we were the better side. And we sh- probably should have got at least a point. Or, well, we should have won. But that's why I'm proud of the team. So I'm not too bothered about the the points or the, the lack of points we got. But that was one thing. And, 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 and how nice is it to be able to say that on the heels of grabbing, what was it, 12 out of 12 points in the last four games that... To, to, to move us up the table because 
other than the games in hand, and we'll see how those sort out. Those haven't worked out so well for the teams chasing us over the last few days. Uh, we've kind of built ourselves a bit of a cushion in yeah, fourth, sure. you know, which is seeing this side today. I have no doubts that we'll make fourth because it, I, I'm kind of got supper special or whatever you call it. And the way that Spurs are playing apparently is pretty dreadful. And this is against a Paul Watford side, side as well. And yeah, we my, can... uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to have the game on, the, but my, my, uh, my cable thing is not working correctly. Yeah. So I've, 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 is it still nil-nil? Yeah, it's still nil-nil. Hopefully it stays that way or Watford can get one up. But, I mean, that that's against Watford. We played six. Yeah, they may pick up a point on us today, but 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 I'm feeling better today than I did yesterday yeah. about our uh, – our, our comps with, uh, with with Spurs right now, with United right now, even with their good game uh, yesterday. I mean, fourth is ours to lose. Yeah, of course. Of course, the way the way we're playing, it it definitely is. I know we've got a bit of a break till our next Premier League game. We should we should be beating Spurs. I know it, it's away from home, isn't it? And it's the North London derby. You kind of put form out the rin- the window, but I can't see the the way we play. We have to beat them, surely. But that that will come in that time. We'll see. We'll see what the referees have in mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It could be. They've already like decided what the final is going to be. I just don't, you know, I don't know yeah. how brazenly they can pull it oh, off. Uh, speaking of the referees, I do want to ch- touch on, um, the, you know, the the good old Peter Walton. He was talking a load of. What did he say today? So he was saying about the. The Odegaard penalty. It definitely was a penalty. And he admitted that it probably is a penalty when you look at it in forensics. But he said the whole point of VAR isn't there to to get a decision right. It's just this clear and obvious error. But the whole point, like the offside rule, if it's offside, it's offside. If it's not, it's on. That's looking at it from precise view. So why is that? rule different to a foul where Edison doesn't touch the ball he just gets the the man this is what I don't get and it's, if there's a call to make send him to the monitor and then if if he's at the monitor and the ref calls it wrong then you can find and blame the ref is what it is but give him the opportunity to make that decision with the screen because if if, if he does it for the other penalty why is it why isn't it what, not the same for this one I don't understand why Every VAR call doesn't go to the screen. I mean, offsides, I, I understand that because the ref on the side of the pitch doesn't have really the it's a line. It's technical ability to draw those vertical lines and stuff. But, but I mean, it, it it's almost to the point where, you know, as soon as you see this, it, it means the call is being reversed. Like the referee will never go over to the side and stick yeah. with the original call because he's been told that it's wrong. But you've seen videos of that Odegaard thing. And it's so clear that he gets none of the ball. And yet, that what, what, what VAR not shown that angle? You just don't, and it's just, it's terrible. But uh, yeah, I don't want to dig in too much. I know we have, but it was more the performance. And a few players, I guess, that stood out for me. Someone that hasn't been mentioned yet, I thought Ben White for mm. our goal actually did very well. In terms of winning the ball back, and yeah, I mean that it, so many of our goals in the last, you know, our nineteen goals in the last four or five games have been from a 
you know, a midfield uh, tackle, uh, whether it's Tomiyasu, whether it's Odegaard, whether it's Tierney uh, had one in the last game. They, they've, they've seemingly all started that way. Yeah. Uh, and that is something that we haven't seen from this, from this team in a long, long time is, is, you know, when the possession starts and the counterattack starts from there rather than from our own end. So. And the amount of trust that I have in Bukayo Saka, that whenever he gets the ball, he's going to make something happen. And in that first half, I thought he was just phenomenal. Yeah. You don't, you see it all the time. I don't, I always expect a good performance because that's just who he is. And he's, he's 20 still. Imagine if we, uh, maybe he'll go off to City, who knows. But imagine if he's still our player in five years' time at 25. He's just going to be on another level. Yeah, I mean, how, how he can't have peaked yet. He's too young to have peaked. And he's so what at is... the moment like he has peaked because he's that good. And it's just exciting to see what could happen with him. Uh, and I guess, yeah, one of the last things I do want to touch about is our good old friend Granite Jacker. It's just it. Why give the I want to I want to like him now. Like I really want to like do him you? now. Well, and and I've I've I'm buying into this PR shit between the Amy Lawrence article, which was fantastically written. Um, you know, Amy Lawrence could tell me that fecal matter tastes good, and I would start to be like, well, you know, maybe I'll give it a try. Um, you know, she's that good of a writer, but between that and and you know setting up our, our, our friend uh, Jack with, with tickets today so that he could watch him lose the game for us. Um, you know, it, the guy's clearly a, a, a good guy. Uh, but so I've always said, you know, my issue with him is personal. It's not his play on the pitch. Well, so now I'm going to go, now I'm going to go completely the opposite. I'm going to be like, you know what? I think he probably is a pretty good guy now. Uh, maybe a little misunderstood, but God, he sucked. The problem is that, in he, that moment, he had a good game, but then just the you, and the, you can't the thing of have you can't have a nine out of ten game and then do something like that. You pull a guy's shirt, you're giving them what you need, and what they every, need, to, and to, it's to time do. and time again. We'll see a brilliant performance from Xhaka, and I think he's part of the reason why Partey looks quite good in the midfield. I think Xhaka does help him, but constant nine eights out to ten aren't good enough when time and time again one in every five games or whatever it, it's about one in every five like games that. It's, it's exactly what it, it's it. not good enough and if i was edu or arteta transfer windows open sign someone tonight why not it won't happen it won't i've never but, been more sure of something than that yeah. granite jaka when fit will play for arsenal he will, and now uh, i now i think i think we're gonna you know it, I mean, we're one Lacazette injury away from him basically reclaiming the armband, which oh, is is sickening to me as well. But we got a few more people we want to we want to bring in. So Daniel, always good to see you. Um, happy New Year to you. Yeah, and, Happy New Year and your to family. You, um, pod, yeah. And uh, and take a uh, you know, take a video of yourself playing some music and 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 send it out to us. You know, so we'll, it's all out there on YouTube. Well, oh, all right. Well. <laughs> I'm gonna search. Everyone, search for it after you're done giving the Gooners versus Cancer. Go, uh, go search for Daniel Robert music and uh, and and uh, oh we God. have we have talented, talented Gooners in our audience. So, uh, all right, man, take care, bud. See ya. Cheers. All right, Daniel. 
You've been patiently waiting. You've been you you've been waiting. The you've longest. probably been sick of uh, seeing name Daniel. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we're, we're, we're we we have two main audiences, and I, yeah. I hope I don't get canceled for saying this. We have Daniels and we have blind people, and we love both. Um, but uh, this is yeah. the podcast where where everybody gets their say. Yeah. Uh, so Daniel, um, what do you, uh, I, I mean? Yeah. I don't even. I, I, I'm. I'm talking my way through it because I don't know whether to be upset or happy. I was going to be happy. I was going to be thrilled with a point because of the resolve that we mm, showed, yeah. the way that we earned it. This mm. is one of those games where the result really is less important than the performance to me. Mm. You feel the same yeah. way? Or no? Well, um, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that man again. <laughs> I mean, let's go. do it. <laughs> If he doesn't grab Silver's shirt, nothing more gets much done about about it. I don't think that that there's a, that there's a penalty there all that like all, all day long. It's like you're like yes, it's a dive, but once you give the imp, them the impetus to get, like look for the pen, but by grabbing their shirt, like it's gonna happen, right? And. Uh, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, he's, he's done it again. He's done it in big games for us, like, like most of the to- time, and I'm sick of it. And, yeah, and once they scored that penalty, it, it riled us up, and heads went. Heads went with Gabriel get, getting sent off, but, like, 60 seconds later... Like sixty seconds later, he gets sent off. But yeah, no, carry on, please. Well, I, I was going to say head, heads went in in a way. I mean, you've just described kind of what happened in sequence, but but then for a good twenty twenty five minutes, mm. you saw a very oh, composed yeah, yeah, but performance. Like, head, like yeah, but like head, yeah, mm, maybe I, I'm just too hung up on well, what happened with with we've Jacker. seen we've seen heads go. For this team, heads went yeah. in the Wolves game last year after that penalty to David Luiz that was you know where he where he pulled a, a leg hair from the guy and yeah you know and, and heads yeah. went Leno handling the ball out of the box we we suddenly can't play today I, and, and I don't, I'm not I'm not coming at you for saying that because I I agree yeah, I mean we, no, we, no. we did capitulate in a in a in a way and 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 couldn't hold the game out but I think that. In the face of adversity, which part of it was was self caused adversity, yeah. part we, of it was was bad things happening. Well. To like, there's no disputing that. Yeah. yeah, I am proud of how we played today. Like on the whole, I am. But it's just when when that happened, I was like, oh no, not get like like I like I felt that way when we played um, Everton. Like, like something was going to happen. And yeah, like a few players that really played well for me today were Partey, obviously, um, uh, Tierney, uh, Martin, Nelly pl- played really well. But it's just like the the one thing that I I, I wish we signed and and Kante. <laughs> Because that, 
We'd have, yeah, we we'd have we'd have won the trouble if we had signed him at this point, I think. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's just like, he, does, he, yeah, does, like, he doesn't overall, grab a guy's shirt in the box. Golo Conte doesn't yeah, grab exactly. dude's shirts. Yeah. Yeah, like you shouldn't do that regardless. And yeah, like like you'll get people saying like it it wasn't a pe- it wasn't a penalty. But when you do that, it's and like he kept holding his shirt, weren't he? Yeah, like, I I mean it wasn't even yeah like till he went the whole way down. So and then like it's going like 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 go no 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 you can't. And and if there's sorry, I mean, if, if do you do you think if um, Tierney did that, they would have gone to VAR and 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 called it a penalty, or do you really just think like? I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, Shaka, yeah, yes, Shaka. Uh, I, I mean, I'm all about like fair play, but maybe it wouldn't have like gone, but. Like Jacques's reputation precedes him, yeah. Right, and as much as that sucks, he, that need, he needs help. to know that he needs to know that if he if he pulls back a player at midfield, he's going to get a yellow or a second yellow. If he yeah. does that in the box, and, he's going to give up a yeah. penalty. Yeah, and like, like, for, like for me, like, like Jacques, like, yeah, like he he was having a good game up until that point, but then, but then Partey. Like makes him look good, really. Um, overall, like yes, I'm proud of the lads and of the performance. Like, re- like really proud of that. But it's just that that one n- niggling thing because if that doesn't happen, we po- we probably we probably win today because yeah. we played them off the pitch. Like, like, like. It, it was there for the taking. And yeah. Well, and well, and I and I think that's and, been the, that's been yeah. the common thread is that is, is that we did play better than they did, um, and yeah, to to be able to say that I think is more important than to have those three points in the bag. Uh, every three points is mm. going to matter. We could be looking back at this at the end of the season and and say, you know, this was the oh, game God, that lost us. But but I I don't I don't see that I don't see that. All right, Daniel, we're yeah. going to move on. Yeah. Uh, thanks, bud. Uh, yeah. Happy New Year to you. And, Take care, uh, mate. And to your family. And, uh, and you, and mate, we'll... and to everyone else here at Super and, and everyone in chat. Yep. <clears throat> it's Gooner family. 2022 is going to be dope. I don't know what that means, but. Yeah. All right, buddy. Take care. All right, we're right, going to finish off with a Richmond duo. We got Colin and Tom. <laughs> In the hizzle. Hey, Colin. Have What's you guys up, met Tom? yet? Yeah. You guys, you guys uh, hang out at the pub together, right, at Gus's? Yeah. It's been a, it's been a while, but I, I met Colin. I think it was first game of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I just moved. You know, a couple months before this this most recent season started. So. I think so, Tom, you came from L.A. Mm-hmm. You guys gave the you guys gave uh, Gus's the day off this uh, today, didn't you? Uh, yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I actually ran into the bartender last night, and I said, "Your ass better be here at six forty-five. And he said, "No fucking way." So, uh, I luckily woke up. I yeah, I woke up at six, and all I could think about, obviously, was the match. And I had a friend coming over, Joey Chapman, and we watched it here. 
And, Did Joey uh, uh, matriculate his way over to your apartment? <laughs> this is a uh, this is dirt helmet on uh, on Twitter. Different Joey. So I don't know. We're, we were losing our minds, man. For that first fifty minutes, that was the best Arsenal football scene since we had Wenger as manager. I was just shocked at how good we were doing everything right. If if you would have like put I don't know if you put different uniforms on the city players, you would have thought. Man, this is Everton or somebody like that. Like, they were not themselves. And it was to the point where if someone would have said, like, what if they bring on Grealish? I'm like, I don't give a shit. Bring on Grealish, bring on Mbappe. We were bossing them, man. For, for 50 minutes, they were nowhere. Um, so I'm, I'm taking that away today. I'm going to – that first 50 minutes, man, incredible. The, the, the tyranny passed to Saka. Oh. Wow. You know, Andy Roberts would eat your heart out. You wish you could make a pass like that. Yeah, I mean it, it. It was a class performance, and so we need to we need to put that in the bank, watch that over and over again, and yeah. and, and learn from it. Without Arteta um, even there, you know, I was we are because because Arteta is typically on the touchline making those adjustments, telling players to push up, to to hold back, to do certain things. You know, those adjustments. Even though people like Arsene Wenger used to say, if I am out on the touchline adjusting, then I have failed because they need to know what to do as soon as the match starts. So we were, we were, oh man, just excellent. I was really, really happy up until, and Colin, yeah. I guess I'll. Colin, did, did, did we miss a trick by, by not having Arteta on the big screen telling Jaka not to do anything stupid? Because had he done that, Jaka surely would have listened, right? Uh, I, I get the feeling that Arteta watching that game, Jaka's penalty is probably the last thing on his mind. You know, he's. For Xhaka, that really wasn't that bad, if we're being honest. One-on-one -on -one defending in space has never been his game. Um, I'm not saying he had a particularly good game, because I thought he was pretty average. But um, that penalty, especially you know how many times it had to be reviewed and how kind of soft it was anyways, um, that one didn't really... It didn't, that one didn't get my, my blood boiling, to be honest. Um, but I... You know, I, I'm the same as Tom. I feel way more positive than negative, um, you know, having a little bit of time after that game. Um, when you think back on, like, our last five or six games and how we've kind of made every team that we've played look bad, we made we made Southampton look terrible, and, you know, they, they held their own against Tottenham last week. We made West Ham look bad. Um, we obviously made Norwich and Leeds look really, really bad. Um, and now we've made Man City not look that good. I think most people would agree, you know, almost all of the neutrals would agree that we were probably the better side just in terms of performance. Um, and so it's starting to become a trend. Um, and, you know, it has to get to a point where you got to stop saying, yeah, but this team had an off day to just, oh, no, no, yeah. no, maybe Arsenal are a good team. Maybe we're just a good side now. Um, and that's the feeling that I get. Um, and so we haven't really had one of these types of games this season where it feels like uh, the performance that we put out is not reflected with the points that we got. And we feel, you know, hard done by by VAR and the refereeing and a couple moments of, you know, boneheadedness from our couple of our players. Um, it's been a while since we had a game like that. So if you're going to if you're going to have a game like that where you, you get the performance, not the result. I, 
I'm going to have it against City. That, that would be the team that I would want to have this happen to us for the season. So yeah, and again, again, if you and if you're taking nine out of every twelve points that's on offer, um, you're going to finish fourth. Yeah. And in fact, you're, you're, you might finish better than fourth if you're taking nine out of every twelve that's on offer. And and since uh, since August, I think we have done that. I mean, we I I don't know what the ratio is of of points to games, but. I'm pretty sure we've taken, you know, we've taken three out of every four games. We've gone through, you know, these these four game spells, you know, with three wins and a draw, with three wins and a loss, um, and uh, you know, and there's no, there's every reason why we're in fourth place at this point. And we banked a lot uh-huh. of points in the last couple of weeks to allow for this not to be as devastating as it, as it otherwise would be. Um, and and that's that's when you look at this, you know, the season as a whole. You don't look at 45 minutes alone or uh you know tom just couldn't couldn't control himself he had to you know it, it's january 1st it's 11 45 he had an appointment with himself if you know what i'm saying <laughs> now uh tom was did you just lose control of your body at that moment <laughs> okay anyway so i'm back i'm back um i'm i'm supposed so yeah to... we uh you know Go yeah ahead. um no no it's it's a completely off topic someone's trying to get a hold of me and like can you do this like no i can't and now they're trying to call me um so anyway um booty call tom gets booty calls he doesn't he doesn't oh i wish no no this is a parenting thing um so what do you call her now how old is she (laughs) 11 um she's lovely so 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 we're not we're, we're not angry um, we're a I was frustrated. I was a while ago, and and I've me too, <laughs> and, and and I don't you know because I've I've a couple other people kind of hit it already on the head that yes the refereeing decision was bad. However, Jaka just has that reputation. He he is the guy that has he epitomizes the term reputational foul. So when guys like Muhammad Salah when he goes down the box or Harry Kane goes down the box, they get the call no matter how egregious it is. Jacques, on the other hand, can make a clean tackle. And today's tackle, I mean, it wasn't really a tackle, was it? Um, he held but, him up. Yeah, yeah it, it, that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to hold him up, and his leg got it was, a little It was a humanitarian close. thing, and, and he still got yeah. uh, cost us the game. Yeah, and it, and it really stinks because if you read the rules and all that, and Raphael Honigstein even – talked about it saying that in the Euro 2020 there was a, a directive given to the referees that like what we just saw even tugging the shirt doesn't supersede the fact that the guy was practically horizontal but it just seems like the refs have been given a directive kind of like ah, I forgot who said this originally but you know there's a guy who's retired now and he said that the refs were directed at one point that if there is a 50-50 call you give it to the bigger team which is why way back when we saw things like Ferguson getting the calls. And I feel like the, the rest must have given a directive this year that if there's any kind of shirt tugging at all, you give it, you award it, which really stinks because what that does is it motivates players to continue to do stuff like that rather than get on with it and play some decent ball. I would just be running f- around like this. I, I would be like, like- yeah, <laughs> offering it, it, my shirt to people. It continues to encourage it. And what really sucks is, a stuff like this ruins the game, and then B, it just it, it kills off any kind of honesty. It just encourages these guys to do more of this type of 
dirty work. And, you know, if you're a defender out there just trying to do the right thing, you get punished for it. And, you know, Silva, ugh, let's not forget back in the summer, he was more or less offered, or I think City were trying to move him to Arsenal. He said, no, I'm not going to Arsenal. And so to see that happen today, I think was salt in the wound for me, especially because for a guy that disrespects us the way he did and then to have that result and then to have, you know, uh, uh, Rodri get the goal today because I thought I thought he was worthy of yellows. It reminded yeah. me of it reminded me of years ago. And it wasn't that long ago, but Eric Lamella is the footballer I hated the most. In, and when he got that Rabona goal, it's not, not only a goal, but that manner in which he got it just makes you want to put your fist through a wall. And so for Rodri to get that goal, it's just like that guy, he got it. You know, he should have gotten two yellows today. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's, yeah. There, yeah, there just seems to be something where the refs go, all right, we're going to award the penalty regardless of how legitimate it is. And then B, if Granit Xhaka is in with the vicinity of the crime, He's getting the yell. He's getting punished for it. And it really, really sucks. Because I thought we were past that. You know, uh, uh, Xhaka had a, a foul a few games ago that would have been worthy of a card. And it wasn't given. The card wasn't given. So I thought, yeah, okay, the maybe the we're past game. Yeah, so I'm thinking, hey, we're out of the woods on this one. They're fine. That was, that, was the one, that was the one where uh, the tweets were like, if Xhaka had done what Xhaka just did, he would have gotten yeah. uh, a red card. And so uh, now we're, yeah, right, well, we're, we're, we're right back. We're never there. past it. We're never going to be past it. Even with, you know, Star boys and England players on our team. Um, we're, it's, the, we're, it's the frog and the scorpion. He, it, he it can't did, help himself. It did seem to me like today's result was a bit of a reputational one in that. Um, so we've often complained as a fan base in recent seasons that our players don't fight enough. We don't, you know, we we don't we don't chip in the referee's ear enough. Um, we don't sort of go to bat for each other enough and dissent on the pitch. Um, and we've started seeing that start to turn around this season, especially you know this this last month or so. Um, and I kind of feel like it's just swung too far the other way, where referees are just so used to Arsenal being that quote unquote soft side um, that as soon as we actually buck up and start to chirp the referees and challenge their decisions, the refs are just throwing yellows at us i mean the first gabriel yellow was not even shown on screen at the time it was just it was him you know stoivenberg i guess said in his post-match commentary that he had gone up to the ref and was challenging why he didn't go to the screen for the odegaard um penalty call um and was given a yellow for it um and the player said he didn't even curse yeah, so you have to didn't wonder. Curse. Typically, and then it if, and then it happened again when we were when we were down to ten men, and I think Rodri had committed his fortieth foul of the game or whatever, um, and somehow Saka ended up with the yellow for trying to argue <laughs> that it was that it should yeah, have been. Yeah, so- Saka of all people. Yeah, he's right. such a it, dick. It got to that point where I'm just thinking those two instances make me think, you know, if we had more of a reputation in the past for being a side that does this to the refs i don't think we get either of those yellows um but because the refs aren't used to us actually fighting back um it felt like there was you know it's starting to swing I mean, too far the other way yeah i, I mean look we're 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 fighting upstream uh this year and, and 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 doing a pretty damn good job of it 
uh, overcoming all obstacles. And uh, and this is another one today. And and look, we're gonna we're gonna end it here because there's uh you know, there's about five minutes left in this in this Spurs game, and I I I don't want to be on air when the inevitable happens. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, so, so I was kind of thinking that Watford would get one, and then we could sing our favorite song. I about getting better. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, I, I I don't think it's going to end well. Uh, I don't think that this is going to happen today. My God, their uniforms are ugly. Tottenham get better everywhere they go. Tottenham get better everywhere they go. Everywhere they go. <laughs> you could have looked a little more excited during that, by the way, Tom. <laughs> I know, I know, we were hungover, but but you know, come on, I needed, I needed you in that moment, and you failed me. I don't but, know what uh, my excuse was that day. Maybe I was just trying to too hard to be incognito. I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Arsenal fans been, in our midst. This has been uh, the Gooners Podcast Open Mic Show, first one of 2022. Thanks to everybody that joined us. Uh, Daniel Robert has just said something that. I haven't yet seen because Shit. I'm, I'm on about no. a three-minute delay. I said I wanted to be off the air when this happened. God damn it. I still haven't seen it yet, but uh, there's obvi- there's a freak. I'm, I'm like in this. I'm still in 2021, apparently, on my stream. Um, Fuck. We, we might as well just watch this now um, as the free kick is getting ready to be taken. And... Here it goes. This is it going to be a scorpion kick? No. I still, uh, I still haven't seen this goddamn goal. Fuck. Here, like.